What's going on, my friends? Welcome to episode 16 of the Gay Game Out Podcast, bringing you the hot stakes, play stories, and spicy picks surrounding New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, national, and international sports. Hosted by yours truly, Ann Versani. Joined as always by Michael Cunningham, Alex Reach, David Heller, Chris Kieran, and Marcel Sperdo. Listen to the podcast right now on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter at GetAGameOnP. With all that said, it's time to get a game on. Yo, yo, yo. We are back. Hey. What's good, ninjas? What's Very going on, ninjas? Very happy Devante Smith is an eagle. Alex, Alex F you. We're going to get, trust me, guys, we are going to get into that. Trust me. Alex we're gonna get into that. I am going to go on a long rant about that in the show because, um, as you all know, the NFL draft, uh, the first round of the NFL draft just wrapped up. Um, wait, wait, you'll see the podcast that wrapped up yesterday, but um, we are recording like this. Just after um, the NFL, the first round of the NFL draft just wrapped up, and I there are many different angles we're going to cover the first round from. There are many different things we're going to talk about, but I got to get something off my chest as a Giants fan right now. Um, I just want to say right now, Michael, Alex, David, I love all three of you. Love you to death. Right now, I can't stand the sight of you right now because. If you guys knew what you guys, if you guys listened to our, our previous episode of 15, I, as a Giants fan, really wanted Devontae Smith. He was my number one target. He was by far my number one target. I wanted him to be a Giant. So as I'm watching the NFL draft with all, with all my buddies here, like Alex and David, unfortunately, the other three couldn't make it, make it in time to see my reaction. But we were watching the NFL draft and, and Devontae, and, and like, it's pick 10 and Devontae Smith's like still there. I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to follow the giants. The giants are going to get like this Heisman trophy, like winning wide receiver. They're going to get like this, this they're going to get this like Dan and playmaker. I have an explosive offense. Daniel Jones is gonna, has no more excuses. I'm, so I'm giddy. I'm giddy. Then I see that the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> decide to trade the 10th pick to their arch rival, Philadelphia Eagles and who would, and the Eagles end up taking Devontae Smith. So the Cowboys and the Eagles work together to screw the Giants out of landing Devontae Smith. And I, I, and I am just very, very salty about that right now. I am very, very salty. So right now, Michael, I don't like you right now. Alex, I don't like you right now. And David, I don't like you right now. I'm just, I am still very, very salty about that. Um, now, I will Adam, say. Just, just uh, want to go just very fast, in. Alex. Go very fast. Welcome to the South Philly edition of the podcast. <laughs> hey, Adam, <laughs> we're taking you to Austin, Texas, baby. Yeehaw! <laughs> Yeehaw! Adam, I got one thing to say to you. Everybody, everything is bigger in Texas. <laughs> Thanks, Cowboy right, Mike. All right, all right. Mike, yeah. salt aside, like, 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 we'll get, we'll get into the Giants quickly. Uh, we'll get into like everyone else really quick. But as a, as a Giants fan, uh, uh, to, to get into the Giants really quick, I will say, I do really like, and I did end up really like what the Giants ended up doing because. Once Smith was gone and Waddle was gone and all the big three wide receivers were gone, like we all, we we all, once all those like big targets were gone, the Giants and Dave Gellman did something that I did not think they were going to do. It was something I wanted to. It was something. It was an idea that I had in mind. Something that I would have liked. Uh, I really wanted them to do, but I didn't think they were actually going to do it. For the first time ever in his career as a general manager. Dave Gilman actually traded back in the NFL draft. Oh my God. Did any of you guys see that coming? I saw it coming a little bit, buddy. I did not. I did not because, because I just thought like, we all heard Dave Gilman's comments, like, um, like before the draft and how like, um, Oh, is that, is that he saying he's flirting out, but he didn't want to get fleeced. I just, I just like, um, 
I just thought that like Dave Gilman, like I thought it was, I thought that was just lip service. I thought I just thought that Dave Gilman like just wasn't the guy to like really trade back down, trade down at NFL Jazz and and then what you both the Giants actually trade down with the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears got the eleventh overall pick, who they used to take um Justin F- to use take Justin Fields on. We'll get into like um the quarterback situation with the Bears, like um with um we'll get to all the quarterbacks that were taken um in the draft like later on, on in a bit, but um I'm including that, but um but the Bears got the Bears took Justin Fields eleventh overall, and the Giants ended up getting the twentieth overall pick, um the um a fifth round pick this year and a first and a fourth round pick next year. And with the 20th overall pick that they got in the trade, the Giants selected wide receiver Kadarius Tony. I believe I pronounced his name right. Wide receiver out of Florida. And I like the pick. I like I, the I, I, I okay. I, first, my first reaction was like, who is this guy? Like what? Like what? And the more I've read up on him, after like um doing some research on them, after reinforcing, I I do like what the Giants are getting are getting in this in this pick. Like Kadarius Tony, like um he's a he's he's more of a slot receiver, but like um he's got great explosiveness, you know um great 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 instincts um great instincts um apparently like apparently he's I've heard he's very raw, but um uh, so he needs to be like developed a little, but. I still, but I still, I still like, um, but I still like, um, I can't complain. I can't complain. We all know that, um, the Giants offense last year was dreadful. Like they were like, um, they were just so boring to watch. Like they had no, like they had no really explosiveness on offense from from the quarterback position, the running back position, the receiver position. Now the Giants are starting to add like um some weapons to their offense where they're gonna get Saquon Barkley back. Hopefully they get Saquon Barkley back healthy. Um they signed Kenny Galley and now they add um a wire receiver, another wide receiver in the draft that could do still on the end. The Giants are setting themselves up up like right now to put to put Dan Joseph in a position where he has no excuses going into next year. We talked about this before. This upcoming year, it's going to be a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones, and the Giants are doing right now everything possible to see whether or not they have their um, franchise quarterback um, um, next year, and that's and that's exactly what they did here. Like, I'm mad, I'm salty that we didn't have gained Devontae Smith. You guys know how much I wanted him, but at the end of the day, the, we ended up trading back in the draft. We got a really nice haul, and we ultimately got like, and we still got ended up getting like a promising wide receiver. So. As a Giants fan, I honestly like can't complain. Mike, you have a hand raise. You want to say something? Yeah, honestly, for well, I, I, like honestly, mm-hmm. I told you I need to work. The Giants need to work on their defense. Like, for, what are you as a defender? Oh yeah. Or next. Yeah, yeah. They did. The, the, um, I agree that they do need. They still have some holes on our divas, especially at the edge of position, which we'll get to that later on when we preview um the days two and three of the NFL draft. We'll get into that later on, but um, but overall, I just think um, I just, I just think like they they just need to address the offense. They need, and they need to put like their quarterback in a situation where where Greg where he can succeed. They need to put Dan Jones in a position where um he where he has no excuses to um not thrive. So. That's pretty much my thoughts on the on the Giants. Now we're gonna get into the other New York team in town, the New York Jets. Michael here is a is our resident Jets fan. Marcellus is also a Jets fan, and I gotta say, I thought you guys made out like bandits um in this draft. So um we all know so the Jets at the with the second overall pick, no surprise there. They drafted Zach Wilson. You guys know how high I am on Zach Wilson. I think he's gonna be. And I think it's gonna be a stud in the NFL. I'm, I, I just, I just, you guys, if you guys want to know like, like more of my in depth thoughts on Zach Wilson, go go re on our previous episode, episode fifteen. I, I pretty much give all my reasons why I really love the kid so much. So again, they draft him, no surprise. So again, they draft him, no surprise. But the other shocker of the NFL draft, a move that um. Joe Douglas ended up swooping in and traded up, I believe, from the twenty-third pick because they had the twenty. They also had a, a, the twenty-third pick in the first round. They traded up 
with the Minnesota Vikings to get to the number 14 spot. And they, and with that 14th pick, they selected offensive guard Alea Viri Tucker from USC. So not only did they um get like hopefully their future franchise quarterback, but they also add um add in another like um they also add another offensive lineman to protect them. And Marcellus, Michael, I'm gonna give you guys the floor here in a little bit, but um Hello, it's our team, brother. I'm gonna give you the floor. I know it's your team, but I just want to get this like (laughs) I, I just want to get the thought like right off my head really quick. Um the Jets right now are it's hopefully it seems like they're learning from their mistakes they made with Sam Darnold. Like unfortunately, like the Jets, like um Sam Darnold never really got a fair shot with the Jets because um the Jets did like such a poor job like supporting ordering putting like a good supporting cast around them. Now let now the, the Jets and Joe Douglas is not gonna make the same mistake that uh, Mike McCagan and Gates made. Not only did he draft Zach Wilson. But he wasted no time. He made the move, um, traded up 14th overall, got got up and got their new quarterback, an offensive lineman. And there's still more. They still have the, I believe, the 34th pick. So there's going to be a lot more promising to come, things to come for the Jets in this draft. Marcellus, you're a resident Jets fan. How are you feeling? Well, I'm not going to lie. I, I like the pick. I don't mind the pick. It's just. I wanted Devontae Smith. I'm not gonna lie. Jalen Waddle. I just feel like we need I feel like we need a wide receiver. I feel like we always go for a quarterback every draft. We're hoping that, you know, the quarterback comes in. He's a franchise quarterback. I think I'm not knocking Wilson. I think he'll be a franchise cornerstone for us. For sure. It's just I just want I just prefer to get a receiver. But you know, I don't mind the pick at all. But then like I like how we uh, traded up, and we got uh, the guy, the uh, offensive guard, like you said. But I like him. I think that's probably the best. That was probably the best guard in the, in the uh, class, I think. Yeah. So I, you can't go wrong with that. No, I saw the highlights. Yeah. You no, know, looks pretty good. Looks like he'll protect, you know, Wilson good. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and I believe there's, there's still um interesting options like um. Like um at wide receiver for uh the for that that you get like with the thirty with the thirty fourth pick like um there's so there's this there's still actually options like um mm-hmm. Aaliyah Moore from Ole Miss is still available. Um, Terrence Terrence Russell Jr. is still available. So there's still like um uh, if the Jets want to like there's still like options for the Jets with um with the th- with the thirty fourth pick for them to eventually like add, add that receiver that you were talking about, but um. Mm-hmm. Again, I wanted Devontae Smith too, but um, I just I just didn't think there was any way the Jets were gonna get him. Like, I just, I I just didn't think like like the Jets like had enough ammunition to uh, move up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did the terms of the trade up ever come out? Because I'm looking at um, I'm looking at I can't find like um the official terms like um for the trade up. Um, what well, we gave the twenty third pick, we gave like all three of our picks, and we only got the fourteenth one. Yeah. Then we you, got like the hundred. I, like I believe you gave. Pick. I know you gave twenty three. Um, I, I have. We got. We got. Yeah, it. Yeah, it. Um, well, yeah. go ahead, Chris. We got the fourteen pick and then the hundred and forty three pick. That's it. So we yeah, got two picks and we traded away three. And the Jets sent twenty three, sixty six, and eighty six. Yeah. Honestly, the Jets. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Bad. We always I'm do not, this every year. It happens every year. Honestly, being a Jet fan is kind of it's a hit or miss. It's hit or miss for us. Because one day, one year we'll need a quarterback, another year we need a wide receiver. I swear the two biggest franchises that either Chris and Marcellus could agree with me on that the Jets and the Cowboys and the and the Seattle Seahawks are the most craziest fan base when it comes to team to, to their teams. Jets fans, we're the loyalist fan base. When we lose, we lose. And then when we tank, we tank. I remember the stupid um the general manager and the owner said this, I think it was on a Years ago, when Obama was president, I will not let the Jets win unless Obama is out of office. I'm like, okay, Obama's out of office. What's the problem now? You draft the San Darno, who got mono, you know what I'm saying? Who gave us, he got mono, couldn't play. Only good years we had in the modern decade was 2010, 2011, in those AFC championships. That was the last time we were even relevant. And, the last, and we beat. The Colts that year in 2011, 
We beat the Colts and we beat the Patriots that year. The two biggest teams. And we were in the AFC wildcard game, which is hard to do. We beat the two favorites. We beat Brady and Manning that year with an unbecoming Mark Sanchez who should have kept stopped, stopped partying with underage girls and winning some football games. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Sal? You know what I'm saying, Adam? You know what I'm saying, Chris? First of all, the club ain't going nowhere. You got to win football games to be in the club. You want to make your reign in the club, you got to win football games. We got to win some games first, baby. I believe. Go ahead, cousin. I just think think Sam's going to be good in Carolina. I can't stress it enough. I just think he's really going to be good. I just have a good feeling about it. And then he's going to make us regret trading him. I don't think we should have traded him, truthfully. Honestly, in our opinion, when it comes to the Jets, when we have them, they are shit. When they leave <laughs> us, they become good. Every which time. Means every damn time. <laughs> every. I'm tired of that happening. I'm tired of crying and crying being a Jet fan. And I'm a Cowboy fan. That's just a different story. Why I'm, why I'm angry about that. And I just love that Adam was so mad today. <laughs> because that hey, made Mike. my night. Hey Mike, I think I think if Matt Jones does great in New England, then it really looks bad on us. Oh God, no! You got I think a that's point. a sleeper pick right there. It is a sleeper pick, cousin. Who knows? I bro? thought Matt Jones was gonna go to three to on the 49ers, but they ended up. I thought Matt pick. Jones was in I Matt did. Jones was my top ten player. I thought he was gonna go at least in the top five. A lot. Yeah, of yeah, but the, it was it was rude that he was gonna go three to the 49ers, but the 49ers just, ended up sucking Trey Lance. It was just too many quarterbacks in in that top. 10. It was just really hard to pick. Yeah. I, mean, I think Trey Lance will probably be a better option for them. They might like him a little better. Yeah, I like Lance a lot. I like Lance, too. I think he could ball. He's a baller. Dark yeah, I, I, baller. Lance, I think, I think unlike uh, Wilson and, like, um, Lawrence, like, like um, I think Lance is, good, is the type of quarterback that's going to need, like, more seasoning, more grooming, which is why I think it's a good idea Um. Did, did, I don't think the Niners have traded Garoppolo yet, right? I don't think they will trade. Yeah, well, but I think it's a good idea that they're holding on to him because um, I, I just I, I just think that this is going to be like kind of like a developmental year for Trey Lance. I think this is going to be where he's going to like um, where he's going to sit, and then next year like um, and then next year like Trey Lance will um take over for the for the Niners. Honestly, boys, y'all know what time it is. I'm going to say, boys, I'm going to give you a little history. We're not, we're not quite there at Mike's hot take yet. No, nah, I'm not giving you my hot take. I'm going okay. to give you a – this is the uh, – a viewer just texted me this a couple of days ago. He asked me, there's a three-sport athlete that got that got one of the Heisman that played in the NBA. You know who that guy was? Charlie Ward. Mm-hmm. Won the 94-95 Heisman and didn't get drafted to the NFL. He got drafted to the NBA in the NFL. You guys didn't know that? Oh yeah, I knew that. He played for the he played for the Knicks. I know Chris will know that. He played for the Knicks uh, and the Rockets. Like I think he was the best three sport best sport athlete. You win the Heisman Trophy and you go to the NBA. And 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 yeah. football was his main sport. He's better than Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, who was a freaking stud, two star athlete. I'm sorry to change the topic about the draft because I heard draft, you know. I'm saying, boys, Deion Sanders, prime yeah. time. You do the prime time shuffle. He ain't in the top. Yeah. Yo, I'm saying this on record, boys. The best player in the draft is Devontae Adams. He's the steal of the draft. You mean Devontae Smith? Devontae Smith, I'm high. Okay, leave me alone. Okay, okay. Devontae, you, uh, let's actually get to that right now. Is that you guys know how salty I was um, about um, about the Josh no shit, Devontae Sherlock. Smith? No but, shit, uh, Sherlock. I got what I had I the floor. Uh, I got I had the floor into um, Alex and David. Like you're you're both Eagles fans. You got me feeling giddy right now. You got your guy. <laughs> I yeah. My mind blasted once I heard him. Uh, through Roger Goodell's voice and I I really, really like the pick and it fits exactly what Jaden Hurts wants and I think Nick, Nick Seriani is going to have a, a ball with them too. Yo, 
I have a question for you, a a boogie. Jalen Hurts played with Devontae Smith in college, right? Yeah, they they were, they were teammates at college. So here's um, because the Eagles like the Eagles like the Eagles like is I believe a third round pick like um to go up to get to go up to get um Devontae Smith and then the fact that they were um actually did show was like how much like um they need like a wide like um a wide receiver and and to get like a guy like Devontae Smith this is um like. Again, you guys know how much I wanted for the for the Giants, and um, but still the the fact that Eagle, but still the Eagles are definitely gonna get like um, a really nice playmaker, and similar to um like what the Giants are doing with Daniel Jones. The the Eagles are giving like Jalen Hurts like as many weapons as possible, and they're gonna give him the opportunity to um show that he's the guy going forward. But, but I'm but I'm surprised that um. The Cowboys actually tra- actually traded. Actually, we'll get to the Cowboys in a minute. But um, Alex and David, you want to continue talking about the Eagles for a couple of minutes? Why are we not talking about the steal of the draft, Justin Fields? We'll get Uh-oh. we'll get to, we'll get to Justin Fields in a minute. But I want um I want to focus on the on the Eagles here for a minute for a second. Okay. Go ahead, Alex. Um, I feel like that. Even though that we have Jaden Rager and Travis Fogum mm-hmm. as the top two before tonight, mm-hmm. I think that um, Devontae Smith is going to be a triple threat to the offense, and they're going to be blasting off with a bunch of good routes. And I can't wait to see Jaden Hurts throw a 60-yard bomb to Devontae Smith. Oh, you hype? Oh, oh, come on. You biased as hell. You fucking biased as hell. Shit. Michael, you can't talk her. You're a Cowboys fan. You get you gave Devontae Smith to the Eagles. You gave him. You traded back. You have no right to complain here as a Cowboys fan, Michael. First of all, no we have right the, to complain. We have you guys Cooper. traded we back. have Amari fucking Cooper. That's you all we fucking need. Back. You, don't have you traded Go back with fuck. the Eagles and the Eagles hold ended up taking the Bumpe Smith. You knew the consequences. Yeah, you still do it. You have hold no up. right to complain. Hold up. Time out. Time out. Let me talk to the little midget. You have no right to complain about Alice getting hype about the Bumpe Smith because you could have prevented it. You hey, can prevent it by yourself. letting a fall to the Giants. You traded with the Eagles. Eagles and you You have no right to complain. Yo. <laughs> you can all like Yo, but I will say this about the Cowboys. I did really like the the pick for you guys, Mika Parsons, the linebacker at Penn State. You guys know he was an option. He was a target like for the I had in mind for the Giants, but for the, for the Giants. But um, I mean the the Cowboys linebacker core they definitely needed a boost, and they definitely got that Mika Parsons. So Michael, I just you, Michael, you said you're a Cowboy, so you, what are your thoughts on the pick? You like it, Mika Parsons? Ooh, very yeah, honestly. I was talking to my other boy, who's a Cowboy fan. His also his name is Mike. Mike Moots. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Moots. We play ball together. Mm-hmm. He was telling me we needed a, our defense needs to be better. Mm-hmm. We have we got all the tools on offense. We have all the tools. We have great running back. We have great wide receivers and great tight ends. Our offensive line is the best all line in the fucking in the fucking NFL. One thing we need we need that linebacker. We need a linebacker. We need a D end, and we need a good defensive line. Here's the thing. Our defense was not that good last year, Adam. You know what I mean? What we were like in the top five in the less de- in defense in the top bottom of the half in defense. Yeah. We were not, we weren't that good this year. Honestly, defense turns into offense and that's what we need. Yeah. We got a linebacker. Great. We have what? A, we have a pick in the second round. I think What's our next pick? Do. What's our next pick in the second round? I I, I can look that up right now. I but, 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 I think, but I think you guys have a second order. I think so. Honestly, we got to I, I will go for a nose guard. That's what we my next game. Yeah. A nose guard. You guys or, have the 44th pick. I hope you get a nose guard. We yeah. need a good, we need a, we need a defensive leader. All right. For example, how Ray Lewis was for the Baltimore Ravens. We need a defensive anchor that right. will hype us up on defense. Yeah. 
Yo, and man, and I'm pissed that we didn't get Randall. We didn't keep Randall Cobb last yeah. year. Yeah, def- yeah, definitely. Definitely, we're, right, gonna, so- we're gonna get to um the the um we'll get we'll get to more stuff about the NFL draft. Like we gotta get to to more of the of the quarterbacks, and we'll definitely get into um uh we'll definitely preview um the rest of the rounds like like soon. But for now, we gotta get to um one of the highlights of every single episode. Mike's hot take. Michael Cunningham, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, oh, we got a good one for you today. I was thinking about it all day. I was smoking a blunt, hanging out with my niece today. I was thinking. Oh, you're hanging out with your niece? I was hanging out with my niece today, smoking, oh, nice. a, blue, smoking a blunt, smoking a J. I was thinking about it. what would be my hot take. I just want to talk, give you guys a treat. We're going to keep it in football country. Honestly... I'm gonna say my opinion that Skip Bayless is the worst cowboy is not the biggest cowboy fan in the world. I'm the I biggest fuck. Like I'm I the biggest fucking cowboy fan in the world. Let's see. I'll explain it. One, my I had a dog growing up. His name was Dallas. Two, my room is all blue, Dallas colors. Three, I have Dallas. I have a Dallas Cowboys blanket. Dallas Cowboys underwear, a Dallas Cowboy fucking tie. I have a Dallas Cowboy cup. I have a Dallas Cowboy blanket. You guys all seen it on episode three. Shout out to episode three. Honestly, I've been to I've been to every I went to Cowboys games when I went to school in, when I went to school in Texas for, for for summer school one year in August, in September, in October. I was in I got sent away for a little for a little rehab. I went to school. I went to Texas for a bit. So every Dallas game, I've been to a Dallas Dallas Eagles game. I've been to a Dallas Giants game at at MetLife so many times as a kid, wearing all cowboy gear. And I remember me and my father got almost had chased out the arena, and I was ten years old at the time. Almost got my ass whooped by six or seven guys. When the Cowboys won, and you got like seven, eight guys that don't give a shit. We go to sports games. Because I remember once, I said, fuck Philly when I was walking with Alex one day. We were, I don't know where we were. I think we were going to a, uh, I think we were going to a Cowboy-Eagle game. Remember that game, buddy? And I said, fuck the Eagle, fuck the Eagles out loud. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't see what they said. I said, fuck the Eagles. They didn't do shit. I'm saying to myself, this is Philly country. They don't, I, I thought you're supposed to be more ruthless. That toughness, that grit, that hard work, that, that protection of teams. And I said, what you going to do about it? And they didn't do shit. So honestly, that's why I'm the biggest Cowboy fan in the world. Skip Bayless, you can suck a dick. You can crawl under the cold that you belong in. <laughs> you can go kiss my monkey black ass. And you can suck my 12-inch dick and go fuck yourself. Because Michael Joseph Cunningham is the biggest Cowboy fan in the world. To you, Skip Bayless, from the Get Your Game On family, we will call you the turkey of the week. And the turkey of the and year. Skip Bayless once again wins Get Your Game On podcast turkey we of say, the week. So you can go fuck yourself because <laughs> short right, hands. All right. All right. Right. I, I have to cut you off. Too many F bombs. Too many F bombs there, Michael. I ain't done. Point is. And to another part of my hot take, somebody lost a bet. Somebody on this podcast lost it. Well, oh, well, oh, come M- on, that's Michael, part. Uh, Michael mm. will get to that. Trust me, Michael. Trust me, Michael. We will get to that. But save by I requ- I humbly request. Can we save that for our bet segment? I get to bring it up. I bring it up. Uh, uh, all right, you you you'll bring it up. I promise <laughs> you, bring it up. But Michael, so excellent. I'll my- uh, take you. You know how much I appreciate Skip Bayless slander on the podcast. So, so Skip in terms of our approval rating. We are, you are now 15 and 16 in our approval rating. So everybody on this podcast, let's give, a, let's give Skip Bayless the middle finger. Here's to you, Skip Bayless. Here's to you from this podcast. Everybody, everyone, everyone. Give him a pot, the middle finger. We don't support <laughs> stupid slander on the show. Skip Bayless, I hope you're listening. You're going to get replaced by us on your stupid. Because Shannon Sharp, you need, you need a co-host, baby. We got you. Because Skip Bayless is a damn moron. And this is what I call okay. the end of Mike's hot take. All right, all right. All right, X, all right, Michael. 
Great outtake. Brought to you as always. Um, so now we're going to get into um, the, the um, we're going to preview on the layer rounds of the NFL. Well, actually, actually before or that, um, Marcellus, um, I believe you you want to you talk about Justin Fields a bit. I just think that was a that was a great get for the Bears, especially the way they traded. I thought I thought it was a great tra- I thought it was a great deal for both sides. I didn't see, like, it, I didn't see it coming at all, to be honest. Again, I didn't see it coming because I just I just didn't think like Gilman had like had it in him to actually pull off a trade back. But um, you guys you guys know I've been critical of Gilman in the past, but um, I gotta give props to where it's due. You know, um, unfortunately he wasn't able to land Devontae Smith. I, I could get on Gilman because. It lead up to Jeff. They were sending out like singles that um they were they were targeting one of the bound wide receivers, and you could argue that provoked it that could provoke Philly to um trade up to get the Fonte Smith. So I could get on Gilman for that, but um, but here's the thing: like even though even though it did even though they mid missed out on Devontae Smith, like like they didn't panic. You know, they 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 pivoted. They they pivoted smoothly, and they said, you know. What? Our guy, the guy we, I we wanted, like unfortunately, like um, we missed out on the guy we wanted. Yo, let's um, let's pivot, let's trade back, let's get like let's like stockpile on picks, and he ended up doing doing that. He got a first round pick next year. He got um, he got a he got a fifth round pick um this year. He got a fourth round pick next year, and he ended up um, getting like a, a even even though he's not as highly talented as Bobby Smith, he still ended up getting like a promising wide receiver. So. So I gotta give Gilman credit for that, but but Justin, but again, Justin Fields, you know, um, he's always been like kind of like um, coming to coming in like um, back in January, we all thought he was gonna go number two overall. We all thought he was like a lot to go. Like we all thought, like he, it was, we all thought it was uh, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, like right behind him. Now, um, now with it, now with his stock, like then his stock ended up ended up falling, and um, his sorry, his stock like ended. Ended up um, a falling like throughout the draft house and and I've always like been like I've I've always been mixed on Justin Fields. At one moment I I and I always I just love the guy and then at other moments I just like um, at other moments I just like uh he I just sometimes he feels sometimes he like comes off as underwhelming. Like the perfect example is um how he how he performed um. Like in the in the playoffs, I, I I believe like you saw how much you saw how like he completely lit up Clemson. You saw all that. You saw that and um how he completely lit, lit up, up Clemson and guys like honestly a very big W to get them to um national championship. But in uh the national championship against Alabama, he was a little it was a little underwhelming. I mean, but I think he's in a great landing spot um in Chicago. Like we all know how in Chicago like um. As in, as always, been like looking for that franchise quarterback. They missed, they missed like with Mitch Trubisky in the 2017 draft, which um we could do an entire podcast episode on. But I do really like the move for the Chicago Bears. They um they saw they 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 saw a guy who um just remember remember months ago like was really a high tied quarterback prospect, and you know what they said you know what he's in striking range, let's take a chance on him, and you know what good on Chicago Bears. I def- definitely love the move for them. They they needed to they needed to come up and get a guy and, and they got him and Fields is a stud, I think, and I think he's gonna be big for them. You know, you know, let me tell you something, players. Let me tell you something, brother. In my opinion, sorry to steal Hulk Hogan, that's gimmick infringement. Always wanted to say that. Two, I believe that Justin Fields is gonna be a stud. I'm I'm gonna say this on record. Him? Or Trevor Lawrence is going to run rookie of the year. Calling you in right now. I'm calling my shot. Uh, I still think I would still like give um, Zach Wilson the edge over Fields, in my opinion. Fields is a sleeper, yo. Here's the thing, he, Adam. He, he, I, I agree. I agree with him being a potential sleeper. Sleeper, because again, I think Trey Lance is gonna like sit for most of the, of the year. I, I I do think we will we'll see Fields like at some point this year. And we're gonna and we're gonna see like just how well this college game we translate to the pro. But getting on the quarterbacks here is that I think uh the Patriots like I think the Patriots got also got stealing on uh, Mac Jones. I think like I think with Mac Jones like um he's more of like um 
he has to ability, but he's more of like a prototypical like pocket type passer. And um, with how, with just the way he with the way he, like with his accuracy and the way he can like he get the ball to um to his like to his wide receivers like do, you saw how like um he was able to get the ball to Jalen Waddle and uh, Devontae Smith uh, and um Devontae Smith you saw like you you saw the way he was able to get the ball to um to like uh both of them and. And like with his like touch passing, with his with his like precision passing, like I think he's good. I think Matt Jones is going to fit great into a Bill Belichick system. So I de- so I definitely thought like the Patriots made an ex. I definitely thought the Patriots made an excellent move, like um, getting Mac Jones. I I definitely like them getting Mac getting Jones. I mean they they're able to stay put at fifteen, didn't have to trade up to do it, which is really nice too. They didn't have to give. I'm almost surprised they were able to get him at fifteen. I was too. I was too. 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we're going to talk about – we're going to uh, preview on um, the later rounds of the draft for a bit. Getting back to the Giants, um, we saw they drafted a wide receiver, you know, so they took care of, like, they added another offensive weapon for um, Daniel Jones. Now they got um, other holes to fill, like, um, on their roster. So oh, now they have the – I believe the 42nd pick. And um, here are the Giants. They have the they have the forty second pick in the second round. They have the seventy six pick in the third round. They have the and then and then like on day three they have um they have a fourth round pick. They have they have a fifth now they they got a fifth round pick that they got for in the, um the trade with the Bears. They and they have two sixth round picks. So as a Giants fan, here's round here's where I'm thinking again like. I think like I think like this is where I'm leaning right now with the second pick. I think like with um with forty two they gotta go after an edge rusher. I think they, they, they need to address that hole like that because that's like really the one hole like they seriously need to address like on um on the defense. They still don't have like um aside from Le- the only real pass rush they have is like Ruins and he's more of an interior defensive line. They don't have that like um premier like pass rusher on the edge, like Yes, they have they, they have some like decent players like Lorenzo Carter. Um, he like he like he's a solid like like guy on the edge, but he's not but he's not like but he's not anywhere close to like a game changer at at the edge spot. So I definitely think um the Giants should focus on getting an edge rusher with um with uh the forty second pick, and there's still like some promising like like um edge rushers available. There's still um let me see here. Ryan Parker's out of Oklahoma. Um, Patrick Jones the second out of Pittsburgh. Carlos Blasford Jr. out of Wake Forest. There's still some promising edge rushers that could be there for the taking at the um, the at the forty second pick. And, so I definitely think uh, they should go for an edge there. And now with um with um their third round pick with their third round pick, I definitely think they should go. They should um adjust the offensive line because. Even though the offensive line has been better, it's still like a, it's still like a mark, mark up. So it's still like uh, there's those like suspicious rounding offensive line, especially like um, we saw Andrew Thomas like improve over the course of the season, but um, we still like we still don't exactly know what the Giants have in Andrew Thomas. Um, Nate Soldier, we all know where he is at this point. He's like um, at best like an average, you know, um, tackling NFL. Um. Matt Pert, who oh, I'm really high on, I think I think Matt Pert's like um gonna be a big time player. So I think so. So they got some pieces on the offensive line. Will Hernandez, um, I forget um I forget the other guard's name, but they've got some nice pieces on the offensive line. But I definitely think um their offensive line could um use like um one more one more piece to really like solidify things. And the reason why um they could easily like go offensive line in the second and and edge rusher in the third. The reason why I think they should go edge rusher in the second is that you typically find like um steal it's it's easier to find like steals like with a pass rusher in the second than it is like um like the than is the than is like um the third. Like like I think it's easier to find um it's also easier to find like depth at, um the offensive line I like in later rounds that is to find edge rusher in the late rounds. I mean it still happens. You can still find um you can still find um like some 
um like premier edges and layer rounds but um it's hard it's hard to do it like like it's harder to find like premier edge rushers like in like um like third third round armors than it is um than it is to find um offensive guy offensive like I mean off- and offensive guards like we saw um Justin Tuck I believe like who's one of um the do- as uh, premier pass rushers on their two Super Bowl teams he was a second round pick so we're gonna see if the Giants can um so I'm really hoping the Giants can do do that again. To do that again, like grab an edge rusher at 42, um, go 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 offensive lineman in in the third round, and see what you can do with the rest of the pick. See if you can pick up another offensive lineman, like um, in the fourth or fifth, if or in the fourth or fifth rounds. Like, there's so many possibilities the Giants could do um later on in the draft, and we'll end up seeing like what what they end up doing. So yeah, we'll, we'll touch on the Jets um a li- little bit here. Like we're running a little bit low on time, so I want to like um, um like get through this as fast as possible. So to, to touch on on the Jets, like I definitely think uh, they should go Marcellus. I definitely agree. I think I think they they should, they should go wide receiver at um thirty four. Yeah, I think I think we do need a receiver that because yeah. I don't know where Deb Charles looking like now, but. I just think if you're gonna bring in a guy like Zach Wilson, you gotta bring him around some you, somebody. You gotta get some weapons. You gotta get you gotta some weapons. Some weapons and, you know what I mean? You gotta get him somebody. And the Jets don't. And the, the 34th pick. That's the Jets' only pick they have on day two. That's their only. That's their. That's their only pick. So I feel like that pick has to be a wide receiver. I think so too. Yeah. I, receiver. They also have um the 107th pick, um 146th pick. So they they got some nice picks on day three, like so they maybe they could add another receiver there. But I think I think if you're Joe Douglas, pick number thirty four has to be a receiver. If 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 they don't pick a receiver, I I think I think that would be a mistake. I think so too. But knowing knowing Joe May, he's probably going to take us offensive line or defensive line. Man, he doesn't look he doesn't look at it that way like we do. But I think the time is now. You got your quarterback. You got you gotta get a wide receiver, I think, at least. Yeah, I, I think I, right I now guess, who's on, I, guess, who's I on? think I think it would be a mistake if they you know, don't go off a wide receiver there. Um, I don't even know who, I don't even know who our main wide receiver is now. I think yeah. it's what like Denzel Mims. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Like, I don't even know yeah. who it is. Like we we need we need somebody, man. You know what I mean? We need somebody. All Badly. right. Um I um um, Alex, David, you have any brief thoughts on the Eagles came to the rest of the draft? Um, there was there was two players that stick out to me uh, heading into the second round. Actually, three. So, so my first one is Trayvon Mowrig, safety out of TCU, and. Jeremiah Arisa Kamoa from Notre Dame. He's really speed speedy with a high versatility, and he has it. He has everything to impact as an NFL player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my last one is Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State. Yeah, that those are all. Those would all be um, great picks. Great pickups for the Eagles. The Eagles, they, like they, they still need help, in, like in the secondary. So I definitely think uh, they should like ad- address the secondary. Um, yeah, I, I so, so I definitely think that I definitely think like, that should be a huge focal point um, for the Eagles' rest of the draft. But um, uh, but yeah, we said before the Eagles are kind of like um in in like that rebuilding phase. Um, so they're just I I I think they just need to um. I think they need to. We want to see that's going to like build through the drafts. So, I, but I definitely like. Um, I definitely agree with all the players you brought up. Those will all be like great additions for the Eagles. Um, before we get to our bets, um, I want to give the floor here to um Chris here. He's a he's our resident Kansas City Chiefs expert, and um, the Chiefs did obviously didn't do anything because they didn't even have a have a first round pick. <laughs> So, so if you want to give like some brief thoughts on what you might want to see, like the Chiefs do, like in the in like uh in days two and three, go right ahead. The floor is yours. So yeah, um yeah, they didn't have a pick in the first round because they traded it for Orlando Brown. Which great trade, by the way. Great trade. 
um, and solve the offensive line part of the offensive line issues that they needed to address. And they've really shored that up in a big way this offseason. And they have two second rounders tomorrow, or it'll be tomorrow again on Friday. Um, I believe it's 58 63, if I remember correctly. And one of those two picks has to be on a wide receiver. I've, and and they have a they have other ways they can go with it, but this team really needs another weapon on offense at receiver because the wide receiver depth is something that really hurt this team outside of Tyreek and Kelsey. So they need another guy to go with those guys. But they also have some holes on defense still, and they still could use a little bit on the offensive line still. So there's a lot of different ways they could go with it. But I would expect wide receiver and then maybe best defensive player available with the other pick. That would be my guess tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's 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 really not. It's really you don't really have. Unless that's that she's saying you don't have to overthink the draft because you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. <laughs> so you so you don't really have to like overthink too many things. But I definitely agree. Those will all be like great options for a T. So we're running very low on time here. So we gotta get to everyone's favorite segment of the show. Our best, best of, of the, the episodes and and. It's very significant, like, um, reca- to recap on episode 15, it's very significant for multiple reasons, which we're definitely going to get to here. But before we do that, let's uh, address everyone else first. I had Devontae Smith under 11 and a half in the draft position. Unfortunately, like, even though he got drafted by Eagles, I did clear my bet. So I won my bet. Uh, I won my bet at, at 12.4 points. David won his bet. He had the Bruins over the Penguins on the my line. He added um, 9.09 points. Marcellus had the Knicks over the Raptors on my line. He added 3.85 points. He won his bet. And Michael won his bet as well. He had the Knicks over the Bulls on the my line. And Julius Randle scored 20 or more in a, in a same-game parlay. He won his bet. He added 7.38 points. And the one man uh, uh, before that – um. Chris, like we gave him an A because um he couldn't like he was obviously miss um last episode so a a like couldn't think of a bet so we're gonna but since he wasn't like for the episode we're gonna give you a pass Chris and we're gonna give him an A and you'll have two bets for this episode and our man here Alexander Reach uh, on, was the up. only man to lose that I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the floor really quick like I'll just give me a second. Alex lost his bet. He had the Giants over the Rockies on the money line. The Giants lost in heartbreaking fashion to the Rockies. So Alex loses his bet. And Michael, explain the significance of Alex losing his bet to us. Sure, Adam. <laughs> a, a very One of my very best friends on this planet had a bolding prediction that said, and I quote, if I lose six of my bets... If I lose my bets out of six bets in a row, I had to win six bets in a row. He had to win six. His first bet, he lost. <laughs> he lost. So the agreement was he had to put on his Twitter, Mr. Mr. Rich had to put a picture of Aaron Judge for a whole week. And you have to wait until we tell you to take it off. <laughs> But however, he, he said he had another board prediction. He said, I'm going to win every one of my bets. So, Alex, on the air, we're going to make another bet. What do you say, Alex? No more bets. No more bets. Come on. Michael. Come on. Come on. Come on. No more bets, Michael. He, he got g- 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 carry over, overboard here. I don't care. You know what? I want, I'm on a hot streak. So, Alex, I'm going to make you a deal. Whoever can get the five wins first between me and you. You have to put me if I wins. win, me ten wins. Ten wins before you. Me and you guys start at ten. I'm at two. You're at zero. If you get the ten wins you're before speaking. me, I, I'm on a four. I'm on a five three bad winning streak. Okay, Michael, you, just so you know, your record right now is eight and seven. Alex, you're seven and eight. Just to be clear. All right, buddy. So first one to ten. First one to ten, Alex. What do you say? If I win, you have to wear a Yankee jersey. You have to wear a Yankee hat for a whole entire episode. I win. I put a picture of Bryce Harper on my on my, as my phone background for a whole week. Two words. I 
declined. <laughs> Alex, you are a very smart man. I appreciate it. <laughs> but, but Alex, chicken, chicken, chicken. Hey, in a words of a very smart man, Michael. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me <laughs> twice, shame on you. You best of the at least you ate George W. Bush the best of the whole quote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. All right well, so Alex lo- so Alex um made a bet last episode that he want that if um that he was gonna win six in a row and the sixth day, and since like he lost like on his very first bet, he now has to have Aaron Judge at his profile picture on Twitter. For so, so, that, so, we, so again, we're running a long time here. So, quick update on the standings: Davis in first place, ten and five record, seventy six point six points. Yours truly is in second place, seventy eight record, seventy five point two three points. Chris is in third place, eight six record, seventy four point ninety eight points. Michael, my friend, you are in fourth place, A and seven record, sixty-eight point sixty-two points. Marcellus is in fifth place, A and seven record, fifty-one point twelve points. And our good friend Alexander Reach, fresh off losing his bet, is now in last place, seven and eight record, forty-six point fifty-three points. Tragic, I tell you, tragic. <laughs> La tragic. Tragedy. So I'm gonna go first. Don't you always go first? Dip yeah, shit? I was gonna. I, I'm, I'm gonna. Um, I'm not gonna like. Um, we're, since we're running so long time, I'm just gonna like shout my bet here. I'm doing a parlay bet this time around. I have the Yankees over the Tigers on the money line, and the Nets over the Trailblazers on money line in a parlay. So you're doing a double bet? No, kind of. I'm doing a parlay. I'm doing a parlay. Okay. So the Yankees have to beat the Tigers, and the Nets have to beat the Trailblazers for my bet to count as a win. Okay, buddy. Uh, big big C, you up, baby? Uh, I, I, so. I, actually, uh, let's let David go. Let's let David because Chris has to make two bets. Okay. So I Chris have... goes before me. All right. Then. All right. Let's have Chris, Chris, Chris. We'll do a David, Alex, Chris, Marcellus, and you. All right, baby. All right. All right, David. You're the champ. Go ahead. I have Sixers over Hawks. Um, no, no, no. That's Dude, that's not. a great, that's a great bet. Um, I'll do, I, I, I do Sixers on the spread. All right, Sixers on the David, spread. David, that's hard, brother. That's hard. If you should take the money line, brother. No, um, I, I, I kind of like him taking the spread though, because because if they do cover, he'll end up getting more points. Yeah, I do that. So seventy Sixers spread. What's the spread for the Sixers? I, I'll look it up. All right, um, Alex, fresh off your humiliating loss, uh, under pressure here. Let's see if you can bounce back. He ain't gonna bounce back, he he, he gonna lose because he a I loser. Gonna, I am gonna take the Memphis Grizzlies money line against Ooh. the Orlando Magic. Chris, I'm sure you like that. Love it. Small man, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he, Alex is like, I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of losing. All hey, right. Chris, you know your Chris may lose because Alex picked them this week. You know that, right? You know you're fucked, Chris. <laughs> All right. All right, Chris. Okay, Chris is Chris is back from um is is back after go after a personal leave. Um, we're glad to have you back. Now you get to make two. Bets. Go right ahead. So um, I'm actually picking the Grizzlies as well, and I'm going to go Memphis on the spread over the Magic. Um, I haven't seen the exact number, but I'm sure it's going to be a decent side spread. Probably like eight or nine if I had to guess. And then I'm going to take the Utah Jazz over the Phoenix Suns. On Chris, the we, you should have picked the, the Grizzlies versus the Knicks on May 3rd, brother. So, oh, come on. Sorry, Jazz, jazz on the spread of my line. Money line. Chris, okay. come on, I Chris. Oh. The sun should be favored, is my mindset. All right. Hey, Chris, you shouldn't went for the Grizzlies versus Knicks rematch, brother. We have, a, we have an episode on Sunday, bro. 
Oh, you little oh. dipshit. Oh. oh, okay. Okay, uh, you little shithead. Foreshadowing, <laughs> maybe? If Chris doesn't have a set of balls, he should have picked the challenge now. Uh, I'll fuck with you, Chris. I still need bets for this episode, Mike. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Marcellus, you're up. You're all caught up. You get one back, cuzzo. All right. I'm going to go with your Yankees, Adam, to cover the spread. Was it one and a half on the Tigers? Ooh, I, my sauce, I like it. So they better not sell me, Adam. <laughs> right. Adam, I'm sure, gonna... I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I mean, Garrett Cole's pitching, so that's, I mean, that's get, why I, mean, I yeah, Exactly. Garrett Cole's pitching. Like, mm-hmm. If Garrett Cole's on now, like the Yankees, like they should win this game. They're playing like um, they're playing the Tigers. They should win this game. I I could do um, I definitely gotta do another podcast episode on the Yankees because I have so many thoughts on them. I just want to get out there, but that that's for another that's for another time. Um, all right, Big Money Mike, last up, bring the heat. Okay, boys. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else? Think. Let me tell you something, players. What what's my record, baby? What's my record, Adam? I'm eight and seven, right? Eight and seven, sixty-eight point six two points. You're in fourth I picked the I picked yo. I was thinking about picking the Sixers, but hell no. You know, I mean, I ain't gonna pick no damn Sixers. Well, we never made my in my criteria. You, you know what? Fuck that. That's not me. You know what, brother? Last time, the first time I picked the Knicks, I went hit the head with somebody on this podcast. I ain't going to mention dude's name because he's going to get a little mad at me. We're going to get a rematch on May 3rd. And I won. Head to head battles. I'm 3 1 with the Knicks. You know what, Adam? I'm going to stay. I'm gonna, you know what? What does my shoe look like? What does my sneakers look like, Adam? We got the Knicks colors white, orange, and blue, and black. We're going in Knicks country. We're going in with the Knicks over the Rockets, money line, and the spread of Julius Randle scoring 20 or more. Now, can oh you? Oh, my do God. That? Suckle. I might have to make this illegal. He's taking, he's once again taking the Knicks on the money line and Jules Randall on the over. I think this should be illegal. Michael has figured out a secret <laughs> sauce and he is right with it. But you know what, Michael? If ain't broke, don't fix it. So the Knicks over, who are they playing again? The Rockets. Knicks over Rockets. Hey, it's not my fault that I'm a fucking genius. I outbeat the system every hey. fucking time. I said four. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hey, and I, I got a challenge to Chris Chris Kern. Next episode, Sunday, I challenge him to pick the Grizzlies over my Knicks. Oh, May 3rd. If he has a set of balls, he will pick the Grizzlies. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 it's there. It's forward. That pick will be there. All right. I'm locking in. Locking in. All right. That does it for um our best this week, and that does, does it for uh, this episode. Um, looking forward to um talking the to talk about the rest of the draft um for you guys. Um, it's, it's definitely a very fun draft. Um, I will say though, just on a closing note, I kind of miss it being in Roger Goodell's basement. I kind of had a different you know. That sounds creepy, here, you know? dude. That sounds creepy <laughs> in a guy's basement. He's like, I'm gonna kill you and take you to my basement. <laughs> Jeez. It's not like that, Michael. I just thought I just, just kind of liked it better. Like when, when it was Adam, um, social distancing during the pandemic. I, I, I was like last year's like with it like being during the pandemic. I just had a little flavor to it, you know. Hey Adam, if you swing that way, but it's nice to have it like it's nice to have like some sort of sense of normalcy and uh, have it like back on stage and a crowd and everything like. Like if if it wasn't for like if you didn't see anybody wearing a if it wasn't for everyone like wearing masks and stuff and a bunch of people wearing masks you would have never guessed there was a pandemic so it is nice to see that and it just reminds you of how close we are to um truly getting back to normal. No, can all right, boys. So this is a good episode as usual. All right. So any final thoughts? I got I'm one. Say- Go ahead, David. Stay safe. Are we wearing masks? Keep washing your hands, and hopefully this babbles will go away. Yeah, d- yeah, definitely. But and yeah, shout definitely. out, and I know we don't appreciate. Shout out to all the women in our life. You know, we definitely. we don't give. A, I know we don't shout out the ladies. We gotta show them love. Shout out to our mothers. 
Shout out to our mothers, our fathers, our loved ones. At least stay around because yeah, um, uh, because our, our families and loved ones, spouses, know you know, fiancés, girlfriends, boyfriends, whoever you know, they appreciate. If, if you guys swing, if you guys swing, I don't have way, one. I'm single. Thank you very much, girls, ladies, <laughs> ladies. Ladies, mm-hmm. our, 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 we got two bachelors on the show. All three right, bachelors. Right. Alex Rich, Chris Curran, and David Heller. They're both single. <laughs> all right, all right. Please all call right. in for a later episode to get the right, numbers. All right, I got to close. I got to close this out. That's it. This has been episode 16 Please of do. the Get Your podcast with George Julie, Adam Grisani, Michael Cuddyam, Alex Rich, David Heller, Chris Curran, and Marcel Spurred. Like if you heard, leave a like and follow or subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you want to join the conversation, drop a comment or review, and we may feature it in a future episode. Remember, my friends, those two dreams are just fancy. If you can match up a world, believe in it, and dive in. See you next time, and until then, stay lit. And we're out.